0: Low as $99, suits $195, men's and ladies' clothing, final clearance starting at $9.99. Brighton jewelry and accessory markdowns half off. Don't delay. Shop now at Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and in Carney on the Bricks.
1: Let's face it, things can get a little monotonous. Going to work, then taking care of the house? I need a break. So when I want to escape ordinary, I head to Cunningham's Journal. Maybe I'll enjoy the guaranteed coldest draft beer in town. Maybe I'll try their happy hour specials from 3 to 6. Maybe I'll relax out in the courtyard after work and just chill out there Saturday and Sunday. Maybe I'll dance to their live bands this weekend. I'm not sure what I'll do, but I know where I'll do it. Escape ordinary at Cunningham's Journal on the Bricks, 23rd Street, downtown Carly. Barney.
2: For the first time since 1985, the Kansas City Royals brought home the World Series pennant. And for the first time ever, the World Series Trophy, What in 2015, comes to the Tri-Cities. This is Doug Dunip. We're bringing the Doug and Daddy Show on ESPN Radio Superstation 1460 and 1550 to the Conestoga Mall this Wednesday from 10 a.m. until noon for the Kansas City Royals Trophy Tour Stop. Brought to you by b Carpets, Mohawk Carpets, Central Plains, 2015, Dealer of the year this is not a hobby unless you are
3: a pro you shouldn't try sports dog at home
4: sometimes your wealth of ignorance astounds me
3: AICS Hastings KXPN Carney.
4: the following is another KXPN sports presentation
2: KXPN sports presents high school basketball and Zach Ryan back in he and Kosky, Roseberry and Cannon Coster and Jake Techmeyer into the right corner three Coster on the way good they gave him just a little bit of a scene and Cannon Coster has seven of the nine points here for Kearney High
4: tonight it's a tri battle in Hastings it's the Tigers welcome in the Carney Bearcats high school basketball on ESPN radio is brought to you by the
2: KXPN Sports Club shot no good rebound Richmond Richmond has got it now for the Hastings High tigers Out of Pancrantz, right-handed dribble across the timeline. drives it down the lane all the way to the baseline. Her shot is up there and in. Sophia Pancrat scores. She's got 11 points, and now the Tigers have opened up a 12-point lead.
4: Today's girls game is a rematch of the GNAC final, which Hastings rallied and won by one point. The boys squads are battling for the first time this season. It's the Bearcats and Tigers coming here next, but for a new Dixie pregame show, we'll take you live to Hastings with ESPN Radio's Doug Duda,
2: The Undisputed Midwest field Leader. And good evening, everyone, from Hastings High School. Continuing coverage of basketball as we head into the month of February here on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation. KXPN, Carney KICS, Hastings, and that's who it is tonight. The Carney High Bearcats and the Hastings High Tigers. Doug Duda with you for tonight's doubleheader, originally scheduled for last Tuesday. But because of the blizzard, a lot of those games got moved around. Most in our area were conference tournaments, which finished up last night. But tonight will be the first of three straight ball games for each of these teams. For Hastings, they have three home games to wrap up the season. They'll also be home on Thursday against Waverly and then off until next week when they take on Grand Island. For the Kearney High girls, after tonight, they have to travel up to Norfolk on Friday. They'll host Lincoln North Star Saturday. They still have Columbus in the final game in the Old Barn next Friday, the 19th, and then the regular season finale at Omaha Benson. A rematch, as you heard, of the GNAC championship and the finals, where Carney High had a nice halftime lead, only to see Hastings come back behind Sophia Pankratz, the all-time leading scorer in Hastings' high history, to win that ball game, 47 to forty six, Should be a great ball game. The boys game will follow. We've also got Adams Central St. Cecilia on 1230 KHS and Carney Catholic hosting Centura on Classic Hits 98.9. We'll look at the starting lineups right after this on the New Tech Seed pregame show.
0: For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing.
1: At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Carney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for
2: you. Now let's take a look at the starting line up for tonight's girls varsity contest brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. The Lady Bearcats are the visitors and they'll go with number four, a five foot nine inch junior Mariah Rost. Number five, a five foot six inch junior Kelsey Clark. Number 14, a five foot nine inch senior Lauren Spiker. Number 24, a five foot eleven inch senior Taylor Moran. And number 30, a five ten senior Skylar Snyder, who on Saturday became Carney High's all time leading scorer. So a very rare occasion tonight, where a school's all-time leading scores are matched off against each other. The head coach of the Cats is Jason Boyd, assisted by Don Clark, Carmen Grant, and J.D. Carson. Carney is 11 and 7 on the season. They had their three-game winning streak snapped by Papillion-La Vista South, 68-62, on Saturday. For the Hastings High Lady Tigers, number 10 is a 5-5 senior, Jamie Johnson. Number 11, a 5-10 senior, Annie Graylish. Number thirteen, the all-time leading scorer for the Tigers, Sophia Pancratz, a five-eight senior. Number thirty, a five-ten sophomore, Olivia Douglas, and number thirty-two, a five-eleven junior, Bailey Richmond. The head coach of the Tigers is Greg Mays, assisted by Liz Carnes and Ashley Speak and Jamie Williams. Hastings is thirteen and five on the season, winners of eight of their last nine. The only loss a three-pointer to Columbus before the end of January. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank. And Kearney will be ready to tip it off. Hastings and Carney High right after this.
0: It's a new day here at Long John Silver's.
2: With our producer engineer Billy Thompson, I'm Doug Duda, and you've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or New Tech Seed dealer near you. Tom Rosno no ready to put the ball in the air, and the opening tap is going to be controlled by Carney High and Skylar Snyder will work it over on the left wing. Hastings is going to start out here in a man-to-man as we talked with Coach Jason Boyd on today's Doug and Daddy Show. He expects it to be a physical ball game as Snyder dribbles to the right block, double-team, kicks it out top, Clark for three. It's going to be short off the front iron. The rebound will be run down by Snyder. Skyler kicks it left wing, Spiker drives baseline, off the glass and in, and Carney High will have the first points of the basketball game, 2 to nothing. They got off to a quick start, the first meeting between these two. As they move from right to left, it'll be Hastings basketball. Jamie Johnson with it at the top of the circle. Gives it off to Graylish. Over to Pankratz, who averages over 21 points per ball game. Puts the ball on the ground of the right elbow, then dishes it baseline, driving in for a little give and go, but nobody's there. And picking up the loose basketball will be Clark. Into the front court outlet to Snyder. Pull up three in transition is too strong for Snyder. Long rebound is run down, though, by Moran. All the way out at midcourt and Kearney High will reset, so they took advantage on the first possession of an offensive rebound. They'll get an opportunity here just a minute into the contest. Moran pops out top as the Bearcats run the high 1-4. On the left wing, Clark, back up top to Spiker, right wing. They'll get it to Rost. Mariah looks down low, nothing there. They go to the high post to Snyder, make sure she's behind the three-point line. She takes a dribble out, shot's no good. Rebound brought down by Hastings, and a foul will be called on Kearney High. Mariah Rost with the personal foul. Carney has missed their first three three three-point attempts. And it will belong to the Hastings High Tigers as they bring it into the front court here with Pankratz. Sophia, who got the rebound on the last play, will bring it across the timeline off a couple of screens. They get it to the top of the circle. Richmond, Pankratz ended up on the ground there trying to set the screen. Now she's back up, takes the ball off the double team. A little box in one by the Bearcats down on the low block. Nothing there. Holding the ball is going to be Richmond back out top on a reset here by the Tigers. Two minutes in, Carney two, and Hastings nothing on ESPN. Graylish going to take a 15-footer and she'll bank it in. Greylish thought she was going to dump it underneath, but as she spun off that kernel screen, she's able to bank it in from just inside the free throw line. And we are tied at two at the other end. Carney's going to try another three-pointer, but it's too strong again. Long rebound loose on the floor. We're going to get a jump. The arrow will point the way of Hastings, Jamie Johnson, controlling the basketball on the ground, but couldn't go anywhere because she was on the ground. Carney tied her up to move the possession arrow, and Johnson will throw it in. For Hastings, those 21 points are about half of what they score. They average only 43 and a half points per ball game. Carney High with 20 points a game from Snyder on the season. And they average just a little bit more than that. We'll get to that in a moment. But right now, Hastings with a basketball stuck in the lane of the baseline. Have to kick it out. Snyder deflects the ball away and out of bounds. So it'll be Hastings basketball. They'll take it out in front of the Kearney sideline here. And nothing special. They'll just throw it into Pancratz up top. She'll hand it off to Johnson. A lot of... a. Movement out top, nothing inside. They're rolling inside, but there just isn't anybody to get it to. Johnson on the left wing, dribbles it back to the left key, back against the grain to Pankratz, guarded by Clark here in this box and one. Gets some help over here from Spiker and gives it off again. Now on the left wing, driving to the baseline. Johnson, but absolutely nothing there right now for Hastings. And they're being very patient. Of course, the Tigers making it to the state tournament last year. Both teams trying to get back there as the shot is on the way. No good from Graylish. And again, it's on the ground, and eventually they're going to have to call a jump ball. Carney High will get the basketball. Just smothering it up there was Ross. So a slow start here offensively to our first quarter. 2-2 with 4.41 to go in the opening quarter here on ESPN. And the World Wide Web at PlatRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by the University of Nebraska. Kearney, we are the difference makers. Schedule a campus visit today. Moran, high post. Wheels with the left hand into the paint, then back out to Snyder. She's doubled. Top of the key, Clark for three. It's off the iron and will not go. O oh, for 5 early on here. And the rebound brought down by Jamie Johnson. And they want to run. pancrats up the floor. Can't get into the lane. Kicks it back out to Johnson. Swings it right side. Her shot is going to be blocked out there by Moran, but she's able to run it down in the right-hand corner. And they'll reset it here. Olivia Douglas, who got the board on the other end, is... Just going back and forth along the baseline. I'm not sure she's even touched it offensively yet. They'll get it to Richmond. Richmond up top. They'll go to Johnson. Swing it right side. One-on-one trying to get something going here. Off the screen will be Pancritz. Ten-footer in the paint. Off the iron once. Twice won't go. Rebound brought down by Carney High. And Rost will get the outlet quickly into the front court. Snyder all the way to the rack, but misses the layup. It was contested. The rebound brought down again by Douglas and the outlet into the front court to Johnson, but it's a one-on-four, so she'll go back to Pankratz for three, and it's no good. The first trifecta of the game is unsuccessful for Hastings. It goes out of bounds off Carney. Still 2-2, two to two, 3.26 to go here in the first quarter, and Pankratz will throw it in as Julie Reimer, Julia Reimer checks in here for Hastings. Carney is also going to bring in Wood, it looks like. Inbounds comes to the right wing. A look at a three-pointer is on the way again for the Tigers. It's no good. And again, it goes out of bounds. But this time, last touch by Graylish. High atop the stands here at Hastings High School. Doug Duda with you on this Tuesday night as we're into the final full week of the regular season because C&D girls sub-districts begin next week. Snyder top of the key, lobs it right, elbow to Moran. To the left elbow, there is Spiker. Turns, fires from nine, no good. Everything's been strong for Carney. Rebound by Pancritz. Outlet pass right wing. The ball goes through the hands of Johnson. It's headed out of bounds. It's a grease pig, and Wood will pick it up. Second turnover for the Tigers. To Clark, finds Moran. Moran in the paint, has to push it off to Spiker. Her shot's off the mark. It's a free-for-all right now, and Hastings will come down with a basketball. Olivia Douglas with her third rebound. Forced to take a couple of dribbles before she can get it to Pancritz. 2.40 240 to go in the first quarter. It's 2-2. Hastings is 0 of 2 from three-point land. Carney is 0 of 5 and trying to get a steal to get something going. A reach-in foul on Lauren Spiker. That'll be her first foul, second foul on the Bearcats. Here comes Tatum Bender, another sophomore. And we are going to get a timeout on the floor here for Coach Jason Boyd, it appears. With 2.32 to go in the first quarter of play of this low-scoring ball game, it's 2-2 this timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Welcome back to Hastings High School. A big thank you to Athletic Director Tracy Douglas and the folks here as always. As the Kearney and Hastings schools are all in action tonight and all on our network of stations in PlatteRiverPreps.com. Adam Central hosting St. Cecilia right now on 1230 KHS. Carney Catholic hosting Centura on Classic Hits. Hastings ball out of the timeout. Another three. Deep right corner is on the way, and it is good for Julia Reimer coming off the bench to get this offense, hopefully for Hastings started. And they lead it by a score of 5-2. And Carney, has the ball knocked away, goes out of bounds at midcourt. The Bearcats scored right away on their opening possession and now five minutes without a single point. 5-2, Hastings. two thirteen to go here in the first quarter. And to throw it in will be Avery Wood. Off a couple of screens, she'll just go into the backcourt to Kelsey Clark. Funny, Carney ran their screen game there, but Hastings didn't care. They were just standing there. They could have thrown it to the first two. Young ladies, as they get into the half court, Snyder comes off a back screen. She'll lay it up and in on the left block, and Skylar Snyder gets her first bucket of the ball game. Five-four Tigers, just under two minutes to go first quarter. Almost losing the ball. Reimer, she's tied up, rips it away, gives it over to Bender. Inside, turnaround jumper will draw a foul on Moran and send Annie Grainlis to the line and shoot two. That'll be the first foul on Moran. I want to remind everybody that tomorrow morning we'll be at the Conestoga Mall in Grand Island as the Kansas City Royals bring the World Championship Trophy to the mall from 10 to noon. Slugger, Casey, the mascots, and more take pictures, have fun, bring the kids from 10 to noon tomorrow, and the Doug and Daddy Show will be there live for both hours tomorrow morning at the Conestoga Mall. The first free throw by Graylish is up and in. And Jessica Fritzen comes in for the Bearcats. Second free throw, no good, and Avery Wood, We'll come in and grab the rebound here for Carney High. Trailing 6-4 with a minute 40 to go in the first quarter. Clark dribbling top of the key. Nobody guards her. doesn't want the three. Over to Fritzen. On the left wing to Wood. Back up top. Spiker sees some room. Right side of the key. Puts it off the glass from six and scores. Lauren Spiker with her second bucket. And we are tied 6-6 six, six with one twenty to go. That'll let the Bearcats put on a little zone trap here. Trying to dribble through it. Is going to be Reimer. Finally stops and throws over the top to Bender. Bender on the right wing. Knocked away by Clark. Turnover. Hastings out ahead of the pack. Spiker tries to beat everybody back and does, but misses the layup. It's set on the rim. The rebound is ripped down by Hastings. And up the floor, they'll get it to Pankratz. Pankratz down the middle looking to pick something up, and she turns the basketball over. Carney sprints to the other end. Doesn't have numbers. Fritzen will throw it back out front. Snyder. Brings it down the lane. Scoop shot up and in. Skylar Snyder with third second bucket. And Carney High with back-to-back buckets to regain the lead. Eight to six, 40 seconds to go here in quarter number one on ESPN Radio. greylish will take the pass at midcourt. Snyder got a hand on it. Couldn't quite rip that one away. And it'll be Reimer in the left-hand corner. And Carney High gets caught up with Pancratz, and a foul will be called. It's going to go on Avery Wood. That'll be her first four fouls on Carney. None so far on Hastings here in the first quarter. 26 seconds to go. And they'll lob it out on the wing to Reimer, who has the only three. She'll go to the high post. Douglas is open, doesn't want it, swings it right side. 16-footer is up, and it is in for Bender. Tatum with her first bucket, tied at eight. Still plenty of time, 12 seconds. Carney in the front court to Snyder. She'll dribble between the circles seven seconds. She's going to take it off the screen, bring it to the right block, pulls up from six, hits it, and that's the end of the first quarter of play. It was 2-2 with 2.30 to go in the quarter, and then we're able to score 14 points over the last two and a half minutes, and after one, it's Carney High 10 and Hastings 8. You're listening to High School Hoops on ESPN and PlatteRiverPreps.com.
3: At the Aurora Cooperative, we're continually driven by what's next in agriculture. So we're dedicated to being your first resource for world-class agronomy, grain storage and marketing, high-performance feeds, and energy. Driven by our vision to be financially strong, innovative, independent, locally owned. You're driven by the opportunities that exist. We're driven to help you make the most of them. Now, and for the next generation, the Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities.
2: Back at Hastings High School, Doug Duda with you as we start the second quarter, and Hastings just throwing it in at midcourt. Avery Wood went for the steal, and it did roll all the way to the backcourt out of bounds. So Kearney jumping right on to start this second quarter. Carney 10, Hastings 8. Carney did not turn it over in the first quarter. Hastings four times and rebounds. Seven for Hastings, five for Carney. Three-point shooting, 0 of 5 for the Bearcats, 1 of 3 for the Tigers. Douglas in the front court trying to get out of that double team. Does, eventually gets it down to Graylish. Her shot partially blocked by Skyler Snyder. And the ball goes out of bounds. Two. Officials are talking about it. And they're going to give it to Hastings. Three points for Graylish and Reimer for Hastings. Carney has six for Snyder. The other four to Spiker. 10-8 your score. And Hastings will set it up with Jamie Johnson top of the circle. They've been running that box in one on Sophia Pankratz. And Avery Wood on her now. Wood follows her all the way out to midcourt, went for the steal, didn't get it, so now Pancretz looking for a way to get open, but she has not scored yet, has to give the basketball off, and that's one of the reasons the scoring has been limited here for the Tigers, and Coach Craig Mays off the bench shouting instructions. Pancratz has it 25 feet away from the hoop, picks up her dribble, throws it behind Jamie Johnson, but rolls over to Graylish. so they're able to keep the possession. Pancretz in the corner, back to Johnson, left elbow. They'll get it to Olivia Douglas. Somebody's got to hit a bucket besides Pancrats, Just a jumper, something here to make this Kearney defense honest. Kralish with it. Wide open three. Johnson will take it. It's going to be out the front of the iron. No good. Offensive rebound put back up. It is no good. And then we're going to have the ball go out of bounds off of the Tigers as Reimer couldn't get the offensive put back to go. 6.40 to go here in quarter number two. Carney Bearcats. Don't forget the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Updates, boys scores, and more. As the three-pointer by Clark is up, and it is still too strong, no good. Another rebound for Olivia Douglas. She has four, then Clark's able to steal it away. She's right underneath the hoop, but double teams So need some help. Kicks it out to Wood between the circles to Clark, and the Bearcats will set it up. So just like the first quarter, the second quarter, a slow start offensively here. Fritzen with it. Ball fake drives left side of the key on. Douglas puts it up off the glass and draws the foul. And Fritzen will go to the line and shoot two. This is the first foul of the game on the Tigers. Carney was whistled for four in the first quarter. It's on Olivia Douglas. And Fritzen toes the line to shoot two. And the first one is up and in. Fritzen makes it 11-8. to Carney high. Second free throw coming up. Bailey Richmond returns for Hastings. Second free throw by Fritzen is on the way and it is good. Makes it 12-8 Bearcats. With 6 minutes to go here in the second quarter. Full court pressure. Hastings goes to throw over it and throws it into the Carney bench. Turnover number 6 for the Tigers. So Carney is not turning it over, but they've committed a few fouls. Hastings is turning it over and only has that one foul last trip down the court. With the basketball, Clark brings it across the timeline of the man-to-man, Jamie Johnson swings it over on the right wing to Snyder, working on Pancratz. tries to take it to the baseline, can't up top, open three, Clark. Again, it will not go off of Spiker and out of bounds. Again, the teams don't play a lot of Tuesday games, especially Carney High at the Class A level one of the few Class B teams on their schedule outside of the holiday tournament. They played Gretna, and that's it. The rest of them were Lexington, Scotts, Bluff, and Hastings in the holiday tournament. Hastings ball down four, five and a half to go here, and 10-second count is on. They better hustle, and they don't have to worry about it. Snyder steals the ball up to Spiker, and she'll lay it up and missed it, and out of bounds over the back on Kearney. Or it would have been out of bounds on Hastings, and it's going to go on Jessica Fritzen. Her first and the team's fifth. Hastings has got to be a little more crisp here with their passing as Mariah Rost comes in for Coach Jason Boyd and Spiker will get a breather. So Hastings basketball. Reimer, Bender, Pancrets, Greilish. Ball knocked away again in the backcourt. Still knocked away, and we are going to get a timeout by Hastings by the time they pick it up. All kinds of problems right now with this basic zone trap. 5.14 to go in the first half of play. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with the score: Carney 12 and the Hastings Lady Tigers 8 on ESPN Radio.
3: Even more basketball at the ninth annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Eight games featuring a highlight reel headliner between Colorado State champs Aurora Overland featuring ESPN 100 power forward Duran Davis against Omaha South led by Husker recruit Aguka Rope. The Heartland Hoops Classic, February 13th. Single tickets, good for all eight games featuring seven area teams. Get tickets now at the Heartland Event Center box office or via Ticketmaster. And a limited number of tickets also at TM Sporting Goods in downtown Kearney.
2: and the beauty of it for Hastings, they're playing good enough defense. They're only down by two as Clark dribbles it across the timeline, spins to stay out of the double team. Poked away. And right back to Carney. Something's missing. You can kind of tell something's missing out there. Normally, you'd be able to go one-on-one, and that is not the case here for the Bearcats as Wood will throw it in. Right in front of her, she'll get it to Mariah Rost. Everybody's above the top of the key, so they cleared out. Ross starts to drive and just bumping along the whole way is the junior Bailey Richmond, and she'll be calling for the blocking foul. That is the first on her, the second on the Tigers. Bearcat ball underneath their own hoop. They'll stretch the baseline here. Clark steps back to take it in, lobs it out on the wing to Ross. Looking inside, Snyder covered. Back up top to Moran, to Clark, and they'll set the offense here. A couple of dribbles to the left wing and back up top, Snyder. On the right wing to Ross. Lobs it down to Moran. Faces the hoop. One dribble in traffic. Forces it. No good. Offensive rebound, Clark. And she is fouled on the way up. Two free throws coming for Kelsey Clark. And that's the only points Carney has in the second quarter. A pair of Jess Fritz and free throws. The foul is called on Bailey Richmond. That is her second. And the team's third. And the free throw. Clark is up and it is good. Carney 13 and Hastings 10. Richmond will check out and back in is Anna Greilish for the Tigers. You're listening to KXPN Carney, K I C S Hastings. On this Tuesday night of high school, hoops the second free throw, also good. So Clark hits them both. The only points of the second quarter are four free throws for the Bearcats. Good enough to maintain a four point lead as we've reached the four minute mark, 14 10. Hastings throws over the pressure to Craylish on the right wing. Hands it right back over. And the shot of the way by Reimer is no good. Rebound brought down by Skylar Snyder. Snyder pushes the ball up the floor. Outlet pass to Ross. She'll drive the right baseline. Hit the rim on the way up. No good. Ball's on the floor. Carney is called for the travel. Wood was trying to just dive on it. And the ball will belong to Hastings High. Don't forget the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report coming up. We'll take a look at the first half stats, give you a little bit of a preview of the boys' game. Drake Baronic and the Carney Bearcats against Lance Creech and the Hastings Tigers. Hastings breaks the press and has to slow it up here with Julia Reimer. And Hastings is coming off an outstanding, convincing win at Omaha Scut last time out. But this doesn't look like an offense that was going to beat Scott. So they get it down low. Turnaround jumper is up by Graylish. No good. Long rebound pops out to Douglas. They get a look at a three. And another one is good for Julia Reimer. So Douglas with her fifth board. And the second three-pointer of the game for Carney or Hastings High. And Julia Reimer now has eight. Cuts the lead to one at 14-13. And Carney to throw it in. The ball got away, so that'll allow Hastings to come back, put on pressure. Long pass to Moran, up to Ross. Ross one on one takes it at Douglas and scores. Mariah Ross. Mariah Ross with the first field goal of the quarter comes at the three minute mark here for Carney. 16 13 Bearcats as Reimer with a basketball. Tries to slide it over to her teammate Bender. Needs some help in the backcourt, and a 10 second violation on Hastings. Coach Craig May says that was awful quick. But it looked like the bucket went in at about the 3-minute mark and we're at the 2.45 mark, so it couldn't have been too far off. And that is turnover number 8 against the Tigers. Carney to throw it in. Wood lobs it out to the top between the circles to Kelsey Clark. Quickness is not the word to use for the first half of this basketball game. Moran, left elbow, gets it on the back, cut to Snyder. She'll score and draws the foul. Carney's been trying to set that up most of the half, and they finally convert eight points now for Snyder on a nice assist from Taylor Moran, and a chance to complete the three-point play. The foul is on Graylish, her first. And Carney now with their biggest lead as the free throw spins out, no good, and Graylish will grab the rebound. 18-13, Carney, two and a half to go here in the first half of play across the timeline to Douglas, but. Pankratz finally just at least gets her hands on it. Now drives in the lane. The shot in and out. No good from nine feet. And the ball is run down on the corner by Graylish. Back-to-back rebounds. Poked away as they try the outlet pass. But good to see Pankratz finally attack. When the ball gets a little loose and the defense can't get set, that's when she's going to have a chance to drive and make some money. Inbounds pass to Reimer, who has eight of the team's 13 points, hit a couple of threes. Skip pass left wing to Reimer. Came off a couple of screens. They double her. So they're really all over Reimer and Pankratz. Been a box and one, and maybe it's more of a triangle and two. No, it's that box and one. They're going to stay with that. They're just really playing tight defense on Reimer. Now they get it down to the low block. Carney wasn't ready. And a layup for Jamie Johnson. Johnson caught it. One defender came sprinting at her, gave her the head fake. She went flying by, and Johnson gets her first point. 18-15, Kearney leading the Tigers a minute and a half to go here in the second quarter. Top of the key, Moran tries to hand it off, does to Snyder, attacks, Hastings a little scared, moves out of the way. She missed the shot. Her third rebound, though, and she'll get it to Clark, and Clark comes down the lane, and her scoop shot is no good. rebound brought down again by Graylish. And she'll give it off to Pancratz. She's on the run, two on three, Sophia all the way down. Short-armed it though, good defense. Rebound brought down by Taylor Moran. Moran up ahead to Snyder, farther ahead to Ross and the layup is good. Transition bucket number two for the Bearcats and it's back to a five point lead with one minute to go in the half, 20 to 15. Carney High walking the ball into the front court. Now steering her way to the right is Bender. Back to Pancratz. Wood on her now in this box and one. Back up to Bender. Hands it off to Reimer. Into the corner to Douglas. Olivia not going to shoot. Skip pass right side. Dribbling in places. Reimer into the corner. Gets it to Greilish. They whittled it down to 30 seconds to go in the half. Will Hastings now hold for one. They're not acting like it. Everything's right around the perimeter here. 15 seconds, so now it's not going to matter. They'll have to take a first shot that they can get, and it's a three-pointer that is on the way, no good. Backside rebound is grabbed by the Bearcats and pushing it up the floor with seven seconds. The outlet pass by Ross, knocked out of bounds. That might actually be a break for Carney High. She was trying to go all the way across the court to Snyder, and now Carney gets it at midcourt with four seconds, so should be able to get a shot away here. Let's see if Snyder gets the shot or if they use her as a decoy. Off a couple of screens, they look. Clark has it over the right side. Snyder steps back, long three, good. The only one Carney has hit in the first half is their eighth attempt as the buzzer sounds and it gives the Lady Cats their largest lead of the ball game. That's one that's going to sting a little bit. Five points, not a big deal. Eight a little bit different, especially when you've only scored 15 as a Hastings High Lady Tiger. So at the half, but remember, uh, if memory serves me right, what was it, 30, 28 to 15, I believe it was, in halftime of the first game or something like that. So uh, Hastings didn't have much more than this the first time they met and came back to the, win the game by one in the second half on a pair of Pancrats free throws with three seconds to go. At the half, it's Kearney, 23, Hastings, 15. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report is coming up.
3: When we buy something, we all want a great deal. But have you ever thought about a great deal on your home energy bill? A geothermal system from Carrier is a great deal. A geothermal system taps into the earth to capture free, renewable energy. About 45% of your energy bill goes to heating and cooling. You can save up to half in cooling, 70% in heating, and another 30 to 50% in hot water costs. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric, Plumbing, and Heating. Call 308-236-6437 or 995-4481 today.
2: Welcome back to Hastings High School. A big thank you to our many fine sponsors and Athletic Director Tracy Douglas for their hospitality. As we are at halftime, the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. It's the Carney Lady Cats, 23, and the Hastings Lady Tigers, 15. Don't forget, the boys' game is coming up next. Carney Catholic is currently taking on Centura. The girls finished first and third in the conference tournament, and it's a rematch of Saturday's semifinal, which the Lady Stars won 63-40, and that is currently airing on Classic Hits 98-9. And then across town, it is Adams Central hosting Hastings St. Cecilia, and that is airing on 1230 AM KHAS. You can also hear all of our games online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Don't forget, it is an extremely busy week. When we get to Saturday, it is the Heartland Hoops Classic starting out on Classic Hits. Then we'll put some afternoon games here on ESPN and then wrap up Classic Hits at night. We also have the D3 District Wrestling Tournament from Cambridge coming up on Saturday afternoon. That'll get underway at approximately 2 o'clock. And the Heartland Hoops Classic, if you are in the Kearney area, you can pick up your tickets at TM Sporting Goods in downtown Kearney. A limited number of tickets still available there. Otherwise, you can pick them up at the Heartland Events Center box office, Protein Design and GI, and a whole lot more. It starts at 9 a.m. when Amherst takes on Brooding Davenport-Shickley, some of the top teams in the lower classes in the state of Nebraska. Amherst coming off the Fort Kearney Conference Championship last night. They are undefeated and they will play Elm Creek Friday and then play BDS. BDS has to play High Plains, the number one team in D1, and that game is coming up uh, on Friday night as well. Then at 1045, Riverside plays Clearwater Orchard. At 1230, Winnebago will play Gothenburg. We'll talk with the Winnebago head coach on tomorrow's Doug and Daddy show. Also, Tino Martinez, the event's organizer. Darren Erstad, Nebraska baseball coach, is on the show tomorrow as we are at the Conestoga Mall in Grand Island. The Kansas City Royals bring the world championship trophy to the mall tomorrow from 10 to 2, along with their mascots, Casey and Slugger. Come out for the photo opportunities. It's free of charge tomorrow at the Conestoga Mall. Then continuing on with our Heartland Hoops Classic at 2.15 Saturday, Grand Island Central Catholic will play Seward. Adams Central takes on Columbus SCOTUS in a top three matchup in C1 at 4 o'clock. St. Cecilia will take on Sydney at 5.45, Saturday night at 7.30, 18-1 Aurora against Bishop Newman. And then the top team in Aurora, Colorado, and Colorado in general, Overland High School will take on the top team in Nebraska, Omaha South, scheduled for a 9 Fifteen tip. We are at halftime in our girls' game. Carney twenty-three and Hastings fifteen. We'll look at the first half numbers right after this on the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report.
5: Oh, I can't believe it! Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of
3: nowhere, Mom and bramson kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number.
0: And welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation
2: Halftime Report here on Classic Hits. Let's take a look at the first half numbers that we have unofficially of our girls game, starting with the Hastings Lady Tigers. Four players have scored, led by Julia Reimer with eight points, two rebounds. She has the only two three-point buckets so far. Then you have Jamie Johnson with two points and a rebound. Anna Kralish, three points, three rebounds. Sophia Pankratz averaging 21 points a game. The leading scorer for Hastings has yet to score. She has two rebounds. Tatum Bender, two points, and Olivia Douglas, five rebounds. Seven rebounds in the first quarter, six in the second. Only one trip to the line where Graylish was one of two. Three points shooting, one of three in each quarter. Turnovers, four in each quarter for Hastings. Bailey Richmond, the only player with multiple fouls. She has two. Eight points in the first quarter, seven in the second. At the half, the Tigers, 15 points, 13 rebounds. One out of two at the free throw line, two of six from three-point land, and eight turnovers. For Carney High, Mariah Ross, four points, three rebounds. Kelsey Clark, two points, and she has one rebound. Lauren Spiker, four points. Jessica Fritzen, two points. Taylor Moran has a blocked shot and two rebounds and Skylar Snyder who hit the only three for the Bearcats at the second quarter buzzer has a game high 11 points and she has 3 rebounds and one block shot. 5 rebounds in each quarter, the only free throws were in the second quarter where the Bearcats were 4 of 5, 3 point shooting 0 oh of 5 in the first quarter and 1 of 3 in the second quarter. Carney High has not committed a turnover yet in this basketball game and well, one of the reasons is Hastings really hasn't pressured Carney High with the basketball, and the pace of the game has been extremely slow. Coach Boyd was talking about it being physical. I'm not sure it's physical. We haven't had a lot of fouls yet, uh, so maybe it'll pick that physicality up in the second half. Carney, 10 points in the first quarter, 13 in the second. At the half, 23 points, 10 rebounds. Four out of five at the free throw line, one out of eight from three-point land, two blocks, zero turnovers. And at the half, Carney High leads Class B, 8th-ranked Hastings, 23-15, to 15, trying to avenge the loss they had of the GNAC Holiday Tournament Championship game, which was similar. In fact, Carney even had a bigger lead at half in that game before the Tigers made the comeback. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. Another action: The Carney Catholic girls leading Santura at the end of one quarter, fourteen to two, and that is currently airing on Classic Hits, ninety-eight point nine. And you have been listening to our Ravenna Sanitation halftime report as we go to the third quarter. It'll be Carney High basketball time for our Seeds to Success, brought to you by Craig Weeches, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Where can growers turn for the latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information that'll help you get the most out of every acre? It's simple. Pioneer.com and your mobile. Pioneer.com on your smartphone. The great seats to success for a better yield start with Pioneer and Craig Weachers. It's pretty easy for Hastings. It's not easy to figure out how to do it. But Sophia Pancratz, you've got to do whatever it is to get her the ball. Snyder on the inbounds. They'll lob it down to her. Tries to throw through the lane. The ball is deflected, and Spiker picks it up for Carney High. Uh, they have not turned it over, and they have an eight-point lead, and now they get a turnover <laughs> because – Spiker was tied up. The jump ball arrow points the way of Hastings, and that will be the first turnover of the game on Kearney High. But you're kind of waiting for something to happen. Somebody needs to make something happen here. Get some pace to this game. It is an even lower scoring pace than Hastings would want right now. Down by eight. Right elbow with it. Richmond, open look, done one. It gets it underneath. Douglas misses the point blanker, but the offensive putback is back up and in for Richmond. So Richmond hung around and got the offensive put back for her. First rebound and first bucket of the ball game. 23-17, Carney by six. Playing man-to-man defense still is Hastings. With the right-hand dribble is Kelsey Clark. Back out to Moran. She wants to take Douglas to the right baseline. Dribbles down, around, reverse, good. Moran... Used a lot of work there, and I don't think Hastings believed that she was going to come back in and take the shot, but she did. Her first bucket of the ball game. And Pankratz at the other again. Gets loose, gets into the paint. Off-balance jumper, no good. Then nobody grabs the rebound. It comes all the way out to the 28-foot line and grabbed there by the Tigers, and Jamie Johnson will have her second board. 25-17, free throw line. Jumper for the Tigers is up and in for Olivia Douglas. So two players that. Didn't score, hardly even shot the ball in the first half, scoring their first two attempts here in the third quarter in Richmond. And Douglas, 25-19. Snyder from 19. It's good. Skyler Snyder with the jump shot will give her 13 points. So big difference between the two stars and all staters of these two teams. When Snyder's got 13 and Pankratz has zero. And the lead's still at eight here for Carney High. Bearcats staying in that. Boxed one throughout the first half. They're playing straight man here, and they'll get it down to the block to Richmond. Her shot, no good, defended by Moran. Rebounded and kicked out for a three, no good off the rebound of Douglas. They'll get another rebound on the outside with Graylish. Graylish gets it to the top. Pancratz is going to force the jumper, but whatever it takes to get one to go. And Sophia Pancratz with her first bucket of the ball game at the 5:40 mark, and it's 27-21 Carney here in the third. Rost to the trailer. Snyder, she'll try and answer with the three-pointer, but it rattles in and out. No good. And out of bounds to the Tigers. Carney just one of nine from three-point land. Hastings, not much better. Two of seven, both of those coming from Julia Reimer. More basketball in the area Thursday. Giltner, Silver Lake, Wood River, Minden. Kearney Catholic plays at Arcadia Loop City. Friday, Carney High goes to Norfolk. Here the pass gets all the way down to the block to Richmond, but not much of a post move has to kick it back out top to Johnson. Playing a little four corner down low. The turnaround jumper off the glass. It sticks and goes. And Richmond gets her second bucket. It did everything but fall off the side on a good bucket there for Richmond. She's got four in the quarter, and it's down to a four-point lead for the Bearcats. 4.50 remaining here in quarter number three, 27-23. Cardi high by four. Clark off the screen. Goes back up top to Moran. Swings it to Spiker on the right wing. Dribbles into the paint. Hands all over, and a foul will be called. And at the line will be Lauren Spiker to shoot two. Fouls on Olivia Douglas. That'll be her second and the first of the half on either team. So at the free throw line is Lauren Spiker. And she'll put the free throw up and in. Spiker makes it 28-23. Kearney Bearcats. Second free throw now. On the way, and it is good. So Spiker hits them both, and Carney helping themselves at the line. They are 6 of 7. Hastings has only been there one time. And the lead now 6 for the Bearcats. The biggest has been 8. That's where they were at halftime. 29-23, Carney, Douglas with it or Johnson with it at the top of the circle gives it off to Annie Graylish, back out top for a three-pointer. Pancratz, ooh, she got boxed out to the ground. No call. The three-pointer is no good. Graylish gets the offensive rebound. Second chance here for the Tigers. If that happens next time, they will call a foul on Carney. Ooh, and there's another shove. Yeah, fighting through the screen, Mariah Ross just two-hand pushed Richmond to the ground. Or Pancras to the ground, and it'll be her second foul. First foul of the half here on Carney High. But the Bearcats have maintained the lead from almost the get-go. And it is twenty-nine-twenty-three Carney High. The last lead Hastings had was at six to four. Top of the circle. They're just really, really restricted. Outside, if it ain't Pancratz, nobody will shoot the basketball besides what we saw from Reimer on a couple of threes. Pancrats, one dribble to the free throw line, gives it off, takes it back on the left wing, guarded by Avery Wood, who's in, down on the block, good defense by Moran, knocks the ball away on a block shot with Graylish, and it ends up going out of bounds. Moran just couldn't find a handle on the basketball, hard to find a handle on the basketball because there isn't one. Unless it's one of those you had as a kid and it's all oblong and then maybe it's a little flat. You grab the handle on the basketball. 29-23 and an inbound three. And the three-pointer is up and in for Annie Graylish, And just like that, they're going to say it's a two, excuse me, and make it a six-point game at 29-25. Ball knocked out of the hands of the Bearcats. And out of bounds it goes. So Kearney trying to avenge the 47-46 loss in the G-NAC Holiday Championship, played down at McCook. And they have the lead right now. Avery Wood to throw it in, unguarded at midcourt. Bearcats by four. Hastings really pressuring the ball, and Kearney's forced to call a timeout. Coach Jason Boyd calls a... 32nd timeout with 3.20 to go here in the third quarter of play. It is Carney 29 and Hastings 25. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National
0: Bank. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Doug Duda back with you here at Hastings. Another score
2: update for you. At halftime, the Carney Catholic Lady Stars leading Centura by a score of 24-10. to 10. Lower scoring for both teams than it was in the semifinals of the conference tournament on Saturday. Here on the inbounds, they'll get it to Taylor Moran. Got to wait for things to clear out. She's one-on-one with Kralish. Gives it over in the left wing to Mariah Ross. Ross looks right, starts left. Peels back to her right. Now comes into the paint. All kinds of zigging and zagging. The shot no good. Rebound by Wood. And then out of position. Hastings is called for the foul on Graylish. That'll be her second. And Avery Wood will go to the line looking for her first points of the game. Carney hasn't been able to get out and run. Hastings doesn't want him to. And Hastings has been very patient offensively. And the free throw by Wood is up and in. Thirty to twenty-five as Fritzen re-enters and Ross will check out here for Carney. So Fritzen, Clark, Wood, along with Moran and Scatter Schneider on the floor. Three oh five to go in the third. The second free throw, Wood, no good. It remains thirty to twenty-five. It goes out of bounds, and they're going to say off of Hastings. Coach Craig Mays doesn't like it. I'll agree with him there. That looks like it was off Carney, but it was very close. So Carney's going to get the uh, break here, and they'll throw it into Moran. Moran on the left wing starts the dribble and kicks it back off for a three-pointer Clark, but it's over everything, no good. Rebound brought down by the Tigers, and an over-the-back foul called on Carney. High. Richmond's starting to get into the game here a little bit in this third quarter. A couple of buckets, a couple of rebounds for her, mixing it up more than she did in the first half. And the foul on Carney will go on Jessica Fritzen. Her second, each team with two fouls here in the third quarter, just under three minutes to go, 30 to 25 Bearcats. And the Tigers into the front court, get it to Reimer, thinking about that three, but passes on it. Fritzen back to the man-to-man for Carney. High. Top of the key, Pankretz, with only two points, averaging over 21 a game. She decides to put it on the floor, jump stop in the paint. That's why she scores a punch. She hits the tough seven-footer. Second bucket for Sophia Pankretz. Three-point game as Carney hustles it into the front court. Moran to the trailer, Fritzen, left-hand corner, Wood, back to Moran on the block, turnaround jumper is up, partially blocked, rebound brought down by Avery Wood at the free-throw line. She'll dish it off, and the drive and the layup is good for Kelsey Clark. Her first bucket to go along with a pair of free throws, 32-27, Bearcats, 2-10 to go here in the quarter. In the paint, good pass underneath, and a turnaround jumper for Annie Graylish. Boy, you haven't seen that for Hastings much. They have not got an open look in the paint much at all tonight. And Graylish now has four in the quarter, seven in the game. So the scoring starting to pick up a little bit. Lob inside Moran at the other end. They overshoot her and bounces off the arm of Richmond and out of bounds who came over on the double down. And when Moran turned around, she ran right into her. That's why she could not catch the basketball. And it will be Carnie Ball underneath their own hoop. Clark, real short pass to Moran, then knocked out of her hands again and out of bounds by Johnson. Defense, defense, defense. And still, Hastings has been able to put up 14 points in this quarter. It Doesn't seem like it, but they have, and they're down by three. Inbounds to Moran. She takes a couple of dribbles. Eight-footer, no good. Rebound goes over the head of the Bearcats, and it's saved in by Annie Graylish. Her sixth rebound, and off to the other end is Pancrats off-balance runner on the baseline. She ends up on the ground, and two free throws coming up for Sophia Pancrats. They'll call it on Kelsey Clark. That is her first and the team's third. And Pancratz will go to the line for the first time. All four of her points here in this quarter. And the free throw is on the way, and it is good. 32-30, to 30, and back in for the Tigers is Tatum Bender giving Jamie Johnson a breather. Coach Mays has used about a seven-player rotation, and that's about all that Coach Boyd has used for Carney in the second free throw. Good. So getting Pancras going here in the third quarter, and we've got a one-point game. It was an eight-point lead for the Cats at halftime. And now it's 32-31 with a minute and a half to go in the third quarter. Avery Wood goes to the high post to Moran. Pancratz is guarding one-on-one against Snyder, two of the best. Swing it over to the left wing to Clark. But now, as Hastings had to get Pancratz involved, Carney's got to get the ball to Snyder. Shouldn't be that hard and straight man-to-man. Over on the left wing, Wood, skip pass back over to Clark. Ball fake, nothing there. Drives in and comes back out. Five-second count on to Wood. A minute to go. Back out top to Moran. Now, finally, Snyder gets it way out on the right wing. They clear it out for her. Nothing there. Back out top to Clark. They'll run Snyder off a couple of picks. Catches it on the left wing. And when she spins to face the basket, Pankretz is right there. Up top to Fritzen. Back cuts are all covered. Left elbow Moran. 35 seconds to go, and Coach Boyd says pull it back out. They may actually play for the last shot, but Clark is guarded out top there by Bender. 25 seconds to go, and really haven't seen Carney in all the games we've done this year. I've done half of them, and Randy Bush cut to the other half. Haven't seen him in many lulls like this. Back to Snyder now with 15 seconds, 10 seconds. She'll throw it back to Clark. Five seconds. They're 22 feet away. Do they even know how much time's left? Into Moran. She'll take the leaner at the horn and draw a foul. Well, there wasn't much there for the fans to get excited about for nearly two minutes. And then Carney ran a play they could have ran 90 seconds ago. But they run it down to a second and a half and will guarantee the lead going into the fourth quarter. The foul was called on Annie Graylish. It's her third And Taylor Moran will go to the line for the first time tonight. Free throw, no good. Coming in for the final second here for the Tigers is going to be Ashley Craig, a 5'9'' senior, just to make sure that Graylish doesn't get a fourth foul here in the last second. Second free throw now for Moran on the way, and it is good. Three points for Taylor. Hastings will throw it in, and that's the end of the third quarter of play, but it's anybody's game going to the fourth. The eight-point halftime lead is down to two for Carney High. It's the Bearcats, 33, and the Lady Tigers of Hastings, 31. You're listening to High School Hoops on KXPN Carney KICS Hastings, and online at PlatRiverPreps.com.
1: Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club. Whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine.
2: With our producer-engineer, Billy Thompson, I'm Doug Duda, ready for the fourth quarter here at Hastings High School. The Tigers outscored Kearney 16-10 to in the third quarter of play, and they have the lead, 33-31 Kearney as we go to the fourth quarter. Halftime, St. Cecilia 23, Adams Central 22, and as we told you earlier, Kearney Catholic was up on Centura 24-10. to And Kearney High looks to get their offense going here. Pick and roll down low. Snyder takes the leaner from six. No good. Rebound brought down by the Tigers. It's Reimer. Outlet pass. A chance to tie it. Maybe even take the lead with a three down to Douglas. She's cut off there. And they'll kick it back out top. Good defense by Fritzen. Both teams have plenty of timeouts. Three for Carney. Four for Hastings. Somehow Graylish got open underneath. And she scores. It is fouled on the turnaround jumper. A free throw would give the Tigers the lead. Nine points for Annie Graylish, And Hastings has found a little something here in the second half. They've got much better looks and way more open looks than they ever had in the first half. The foul on Clarker, second. The free throw, though, no good. Pancrits with the rebound and a block shot by Snyder. And they will register that as a jump ball. The arrow points the way of Hastings because Carney got the ball to start the fourth quarter. So 30 seconds in, back up top, all knotted up at 33. Three-pointer on the way, no good. Two of nine from the outside for Hastings, Skyler, Snyder's fourth rebound. Carney's one of ten. Snyder trying to make it happen all the way down. Doesn't matter who's in the way. Shots no good. Rebound, Johnson. Outlet pass, it's two on three. Stutter dribble, Pancrat steps through the double team, she'll force the jumper, no good. Offensive rebound, though, By Reimer, gets it back out of the wing. She'll take the shot. No good. Spiker grabs her first board of the game for Carney. And the Bearcats will get it to Clark into the front court, looking to get off 33. They have not hit a bucket forever. And trying to make the move in, Snyder. 360 move in the paint. No good. Fritzen tries to save it. Does. Nice play back out to Spiker. And Lauren needs some help. On the wraparound, Snyder, deep right-hand corner up to Clark, fakes the three, into the paint, which is open. She draws the foul. The scoop shot goes. Great decision by Kelsey Clark. She could have taken the quick three, maybe got it blocked, used the ball fake. The lane was wide open, and by the time she took three dribbles, the post had collapsed on her, committing the foul. And Clark will go to the line to try and commit. complete the three-point play. Free throw by Clark, is on the way, but it is short off the front of the iron, no good. Rebound grab by Julia Reimer. 35-33, Bearcats by two. Skyler-Snyder leads the way with 13, then Spiker has six for Hastings, nine for Graylish. eight for Reimer. Pankratz held to six all in the last quarter. Here she tries to force one up on the left block, no good. Rebound brought down by Avery Wood of the Cats. She's got four boards, gives it to Snyder. She'll be the last one to come across the timeline. One-on-one, gets by one defender, runs over another. The shot sits on the rim, won't go. Rebound brought down again by Annie Graylish. She's got seven. Chance to run out here for Johnson all the way down off the square and in. Jamie Johnson with maybe the first transition bucket of the night for Hastings. And we're tied at 35 with 5.50 to go. Another good battle between Carney and Hastings. The Lady Tigers eighth and B at 13-5. Carney 11 and 7 in Class A. Winners of three of their last four. And on the drive, we've got a foul called on the Bearcats. Pardon me, it's the other way. It's on Hastings, Anna Grealish. Anna Graylish with her fourth personal foul. No one else in the game for either team has more than two. So Carney will throw it in underneath their own hoop. Graylish will check out. Ernie finally has to kick it out to Fritzen on the right wing. They sang on her. She'll give it to Clark. And Clark dribbles it out between the circles. Against the man-to-man defense, Hastings has been in all game long. Off the screen to Clark. Ball fake, drives off balance, runner on the left baseline, no good. And the rebound brought down again, Olivia Douglas. That's her seventh of the ball game. Nobody paying attention to Julia Reimer on the left wing, so she tries to drive in and dish it to Douglas, but it's knocked away and out of bounds. And they're going to say that it's off Hastings. Their fans do not agree. That'll be the first turnover of the half on the Tigers. Again, both teams have been taking good care of the ball. Hastings four in the first, four in the second, none in the third, first of the fourth. Carney has one turnover in the game, and that's when they had a jump ball when the arrow was pointing the other way on the opening possession of the third quarter. 35 all. Some success could come to Hastings. One of their seats to success in the fourth quarter could get a steal or two. Especially in man to man, off the curl screen here. Snyder runs over the defender who hits the ground, no good. Got her own rebound back up and in. Skyler Snyder, 15 points, five rebounds now for the potential All Stater. 37 35, Cats by two. Front court Reimer down on the low block. They get it underneath the Douglas. And as she turns, a foul called on Snyder. Two free throws coming up here for Olivia Douglas. No, it's going to be on Fritzen. Fritzen and Snyder were both there. Snyder doesn't have a foul in the game. That's the third on Fritzen. And the team fouls are even at five apiece. But the free throw is no good by Olivia Douglas. Hastings is currently three of five at the line. Carney is eight of 11. 4.49 remains. Douglas a chance to cut it to one, but can't do it. Rebound fought for, and Snyder's able to corral her sixth. Don't forget when we're done, the new West Post game show. And then the boys, Carney and Hastings here on ESPN Radio. Snyder over on the wing to Rost. They sang on Mariah, so she'll take him to the baseline. Nice pass, a backdoor bounce pass. Gets it inside to Wood. And Wood will lay it up and in. Didn't see that one coming even from up here. And Wood uncontested bucket. Her first shot of the ball game. three-pointer on the way. Reimer, it's off the heel, no good. And an over-the-back foul going to be called on Richmond for Hastings. Bailey with her third, sixth team foul. As this game just motoring right along, down to 4.14 to go. And back into the ball game for the Hastings High Tigers will be Tatum Bender. So Carney High has never trailed in the second half, although Hastings came back to tie it. Now Carney's back up by four with the ball, 4-10 to go. Wood gets it back to Snyder, and she'll dribble it down the middle of the floor uncontested and then picked up by Sophia Pancratz at the top of the key. Snyder on the right elbow to Moran. Back off the screen, Snyder, 4-3, all net. Skyler Snyder, just the second three-pointer of the game. She's got them both for Carney, and now with 18 points, too shy of her season average. Carney, 2 of 11 from downtown, and the lead is up to 7 at 42-35. Seven in a row for the Bearcats. Hastings walks with the basketball turnover. And Let's see what Coach Mays does here with four timeouts remaining. And the momentum is all out of the tank here, and we are going to get the timeout. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC, 346 to go in the game. Carney has the ball in a 42-35 lead here at Hastings.
3: located in Sutton.
2: Back here at the Nebraska-Land National Bank broadcast booth, Doug Dudar, producer, engineer, Billy Thompson. We're in the fourth quarter, and Hastings now all of a sudden is running out of time. Seven-point lead for Carney, and they've scored the last seven with 3.40 to go. On the left elbow with it is Clark. Sees a little seam, dribbles between the double team, lays it up and in, and Carney now with their biggest lead of the game. Just when Carney needs something, Kelsey Clark seems to step up tonight and get the job done, 44-35. Passing up the three is Tatum Bender. Into Pancrat's double, triple team, wrap around, layup. That's how you do it when everybody's on one player. Bailey Richmond will get her sixth point of the ball game. And that breaks the 9-0 run by Carney High with 3.10 to go. What can Hastings come up with here? Again, the Bearcats have really taken care of the ball on the cut. Moran put it up too strong, though. And the rebound brought down by Hastings. And Moran slow to get up at the other end. Looks like she'll be okay. Fast break. Can Hastings take advantage? Yes, they can. They'll draw the foul. But Moran's going to come out of the ball game. Of course, she's got knee brace on top of knee brace on top of knee brace. Looks like they've decided to not call this foul on the shot at the other end. So Hastings will have to take it out underneath their own hoop. After the rebound by Richmond, the foul called on Skylar Snyder, her first Pankritz trying to get open, now kicks it on the left wing. Snyder cuts off the baseline, so Johnson kicks it back out. Pankritz now without Snyder on her will drive. Her shot from 10 hits the front of the rim, and Snyder will grab the rebound. 44-37, Carney with the lead, 2.5 to go. Hastings needs something positive to happen here as the, star, as the Bearcats may spread the floor here. Kelsey Clark over to Rost, back over to Snyder. Avery Wood. And the way the pace of the game has been, Carney really has no rush. Now, both teams will be in the bonus from here on out. Six fouls on each squad. Top of the key to Fritzen, who's played a lot more here tonight. Two minutes to go. Don't forget the new Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show coming up. Ball knocked away. Time for our U.S.A.R.A. Care moment of the game brought to you by U.S.A.R.A. Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Carney, Grand Island, and York. Serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond, call Lucera Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. Well, a 9-0 run in this fourth quarter is the run of the game here for Carney High. Should be enough to put it away. A spiker off the inbounds is going to take the three. It goes off the top of the board, almost fell through. Then it's picked up by Wood. She'll throw it up, no good. And the rebound brought down by Annie Graylish, And a chance to cut it to six here, May, or excuse me, to five with a bucket, by Pankritz, drives, lost it, falls, balls loose, turned it over. Snyder picks it up. Coach Jason Boyd says, slow it down. There's only 90 seconds left. And now Snyder, well, that's a double dribble. <laughs> the ball started to roll on the ground, and then she just picked it up and started to dribble it again. But for Carney, that's only their second turnover of the game. But if Hastings could knock down a three-pointer here, even a deuce, just get a bucket here, they'll have a chance in the final minute. But they need to score right here. Getting it to Pancras, way out on the right side. Not much of a screen game for her. to Graylish. Graylish turns, has it blocked by Snyder. Her third block, and then a jump ball. The arrow points the way of Carney, with one ten to go. It just was a different game tonight, maybe for me, uh, just watching the game. But Carney, High got the lead. Got the lead. Nothing happening. Nothing happening. All of a sudden in the third quarter, Hastings catches up, and then Carney just goes on a nine-zero run, and Hastings. Not able to do anything in the fourth like they were doing in the third. Moving the ball around, getting everybody involved. A minute ten to go. Clark trying to play keep away to Spiker. And they'll come out and commit the foul with one minute to go. And Lauren Spiker will have a one and one coming up. The foul is on Julia Reimer, her first. Again, Graylish has four, Richmond three. Nobody else in any kind of trouble here. As far as free throws... We look at Lauren Spiker. She is a 67% free throw shooter on the year. And she'll go to the line here to shoot the one and one. She's two of two tonight. And she's three of three as that one is up and in. 45-37 in favor of Carney High. Another score for you. Carney Catholic 38, Centura 18 at the end of three. Second free throw up. And it is good by Spiker. 46-37, 46-37, a nine-point lead. They try to get it up the floor to Pankratz does. Her shot is going to be off, but she will draw a foul to stop the clock with 55 seconds to go. Spiker with her second personal foul. Sophia Pancrats, two of two at the line, all six of her points in the third quarter. Carney's defense on Pancrats, as Coach Boyd told us earlier today on the Doug and Daddy Show, would probably be the key. And it was, and her ability to get a couple of buckets in the third quarter opened things up. Richmond had a couple. Graylish had a couple down on the post. She's able to hit them on a wraparound, but it vanished here in the fourth quarter, and the first free throw is no good by Pankratts. They will host Waverly Thursday. Second free throw is up and good for Sophia. Hastings has to put on full court pressure. Clark tries to dribble through it. It's deflected, but Snyder's there to pick it up, and she'll hustle it into the front court. Skyler on the double team, back to the cutter, Clark, she's open, she'll drive, she'll shoot, she'll score, and a foul, and that'll do it here at Hastings, a chance at a three-point play, and again, as we said, Kelsey Clark has just been in the right place at the right time tonight, now she has double digits with ten points in the game, she's two of three at the line, the third foul on Reimer, 44 seconds remains, a ten-point lead for the Bearcats, and the free throw on the way. It is good. An 11-point lead for Carney High. Graylish with those four fouls re-enters. 49-38. In a game that was tied at 33. And the Bearcats dominate from there. Here's a top-of-the-key three by Pancratz. It's too strong. Long rebound all the way out to the top of the key. Avery Wood will grab it. A foul on Hastings, but I think Greg Mays is going to Probably clear the bench here with 32 seconds to go. This one is over. Carney will go to 12 and 7, winners of four, their last five, and avenging the GNAC Holiday Tournament loss to Hastings. Hastings now 8 and 2 in their last 10, counting this one. The free throw by Wood. It's set non-reminant, it decides to go in. Avery Wood. Two of three at the line, has four points. Carney 50, and Hastings 38. Continuing to build on the largest lead. Second free throw, that one is short. Rebound brought down by Grayless. She's got nine in the game, and up the floor, pancrats just going to go all the way. They pretty much let her go, and she'll score at a timeout will be called here by Hastings with 24 seconds remaining, but your score is Kearney 50, Hastings 40, you're listening to High School Basketball on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings. This time out brought to you by Nebraska-Land National Bank.
0: Down to 24 seconds to go in the ball game.
2: Carney 50-40 to 40 over Hastings. Hastings just got a bucket from Pankratz, called the timeout. They're going to put pressure on, see if they can get a cheap turnover here. Spiker to throw it in. And Snyder comes open, and they'll go Fowler with 22 seconds to go. So Skyler Snyder will go to line, try to add to her game-high 18 points as she won the battle tonight of the All-Staters. Although the defense pretty good when they hooked up on each other. Foul was called on Bender her first. And it is a two-shot foul now with the 10th team foul, so the free throw is on the way and it is good. Again, Carney High will be back in action traveling all the way up to Norfolk on Friday. That'll be a tough one for the boys. Won't be a cakewalk for the girls either. The Norfolk girls. Okay. Second free throw. No good. Rebound brought down by Pancrets. One more chance here for Sophia to put some points on the board. She'll pull up for three. It's off the heel. No good. Long rebound comes out to Avery Wood. No reason to foul anymore. Hastings will not. Carney will pass the ball around, try and kill the final 10 seconds. They do get it across the timeline so that they don't get a 10-second count. And this one is over. The final score. The Carney High Lady Cats 51, and the Lady Tigers of Hastings 40 in the second and final matchup of the year, of course, Carney Class A, Hastings Class B. Carney will go to 12 and 7. Hastings will fall to 13 and 6. And when we come back, the new Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show here on ESPN Radio and PlatRiverPreps.com.
3: Even more basketball at the ninth annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Eight games featuring a highlight reel headliner between Colorado State champs Aurora Overland featuring ESPN 100 power forward Duran Davis against Omaha South led by Husker recruit Aguka Rope. The Heartland Hoops Classic, February 13th. Single tickets, good for all eight games featuring seven area teams. Get tickets now at the Heartland Event Center box office or via Ticketmaster. And a limited number of tickets also at TM Sporting Goods in downtown Kearney.
2: And welcome back to Hastings High School. Where it is time for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Post Game Show. Fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. The final score: the Carney Lady Bearcats fifty-one, and Hastings. Forty. We'll look at the numbers in just a moment. In the boys game, will be coming up next. Again, a reminder that Carney Catholic Centura currently playing on Classic Hits ninety eight nine, and Adam Central hosting Saint Cecilia on twelve thirty, KHAS. Now let's go ahead and take a look at the final numbers that we had for the Hastings Lady Tigers. Nobody got into double figures today. Although seven players scored. Jamie Johnson four points, three rebounds. Annie Graylish nine points and a team high nine rebounds. Sophia Pankratz shut out in the first half, did manage nine points in the second half. She had four rebounds. Julia Reimer, all eight of her points were in the first half. She had five rebounds. Tatum Bender, two points. Olivia Douglas, two points, seven boards. And Bailey Richmond, six points all in the second half and three rebounds. 13 rebounds in the first half, 18 in the second half. Free throw shooting for Hastings, one of two in the first half, three of six in the second half, three-point shooting, 2 of 6 in the first half, but 0 of 6 in the second half. Turnovers, 8 in the first half, 3 in the second half. The Tigers had 15 points at halftime. They scored 25 in the second half. And the Lady Tigers will finish with 40 points, 31 rebounds, 4 out of 8 at the free throw line, 2 of 12 from 3-point land, 11 turnovers, and Hastings will fall to 13 and 6. They will host Waverly on Tuesday. And then Grand Island comes in next week. To wrap things up, we'll look at the final numbers for Carney High right after this on the New West
0: postgame show.
1: It's the look in their eyes, the smile on their lips, and the big hug you get when you make your Valentine feel extra special with a Valentine's Day gift from Bob Sass Flowers. This is Amy from Bob Sass Flowers. My dad built his business by making special occasions more special with flowers and gifts from classic to the latest trends. A Valentine from Bob Sass Flowers is now what it was then, real people delivering real love, and will be open Sunday, Valentine's Day.
2: Now the unofficial final numbers that we had for the Carney Lady Bearcats. They had seven players score. Mariah Rost with four points and three rebounds. Kelsey Clark, 11 points. Seven of those came in the decisive fourth quarter. She had one rebound. Avery Wood, four points. How about seven boards? Six of those in the second half for the 5-5 sophomore. Lauren Spiker, eight points, one rebound. Jessica Fritzen, two points and a rebound. Taylor Moran. Ended up with three points, two rebounds, and two blocks. And Skylar Snyder tonight, 19 points, seven rebounds, and three block shots. Carney was beaten on the boards tonight. Ten rebounds in the first half, 12 in the second. Free throw shooting four of five in the first half. Nine out of 14 in the second half of play. Three-pointers, not hot for them either. One of eight in the first half, one of four in the second half. And turnovers for Carney, none in the first half, and two in the second half, obviously a season low for the Bearcats, who had 23 points at halftime, 28 in the second half. This game was tied at 33 before Kearney closed it on an 18-7 to run. 51 points, 22 rebounds, 13 out of 19 at the free throw line, 2 of 12 from three-point land, 5 block shots and 2 turnovers. Carney's now won 4 of their last 5 to go to 12-7 and seven with a 51-40 victory. Over Hastings, the Bearcats will travel to Norfolk on Friday. Lincoln North Star comes in on Saturday. I have not seen Coach Greg Mays pop out yet. We will talk with the head coach of the Carney Lady Bearcats, Jason Boyd, at halftime of the boys game. And we may have an opportunity to talk with Coach Mays at that time as well because he has not popped out of the locker room as of yet. So we'll take a short break here on ESPN. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Post Game show Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. Schedule your appointment today. We'll be back in just about 15 minutes. We are going to be playing by 7.45 here in the boys' game. Again, the final of the girls, Carney 51 and Hastings 40. We've got basketball on 1230 KHAS. Adams Central and St. Cecilia. Carney Catholic Centura is on Classic Hits 98.9. Or keep it right here, the boys' game. Is coupled up.
4: The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at espnsuperstation.com.
2: Pointed in Blake for the physical assault Blake put on him, as Blake is, because they